0: Staying on well, but no photo required. Album photo! It's the Magnus Jiltnum Gold Cup. Free calling for the ball. High into the stand. Who's going to win this one? Breaks around midfield and Michael have been crowned the intermediate koogi champion. Hello everybody. This is Kieran Murphy, the founder, creator and presenter of the new Across the Four Legs podcast. From Carlo, I am a freelance sports writer. Whether it is match reports, feature articles, news items or whatever, my topic is almost exclusively sport. This new podcast came from an idea generated on the Higher Diploma in Arts and Applied Journalism and New Media Content course, which I am studying at Caro College and IT Carlo. I invite you to come along with me on this new venture. I promise the path we take will be an interesting and revealing journey. My guest this week is one of the most decorated club soccer players in the country. With Wexford Youths, Kylie Murphy has enjoyed and is still enjoying a long and illustrious career. She has won four league medals and four FAI Cup medals so far. At the end of the 2021 season, she was one of five Wexford youth players to be selected in the team of the year. The another Carlos soccer player, Lauren Dwyer, was also selected. Kylie was also voted the 2021 Women's Soccer Personality of the Year. This was the first year this award was ever presented. So Kylie, you said recently... That you wish you were only getting into the game now. Do you remember saying that? And why did you say it?
1: Yeah, I do, uh, Kieran. I suppose in probably the last couple of years, how much women's women's soccer, women's sport in general has come on. I suppose we've we've been fighting for so many years to, to make it better and have standards better and be treated better. And I suppose it's just it's it's quite exciting to see the younger generation coming through what they're gonna to get to experience. Probably it might be no malice for them because they probably haven't experienced anything different, but I suppose maybe somewhere down along the line, when they get a little bit older, they might they might learn and realise that there was players that have come before them that try to change it and try to, to, to make the sport better and, and make women be treated better in, in, in sports. You know, like there was ahead of myself, and the yeah. players yeah. my age, and there's a lot of players that have come before me as well that have tried to change the game and, and, and make it better.
0: Yeah, funny enough, I was just saying before, you, before we started this interview about Maria Kinsella. She's the co-chair president of the Gaelic Players Association, and she sees the changes as well happening in, in the GAA, where she is very involved. And I know you played Gaelic football yourself. And look, there's the integration of the GAA, like it's an amazing move, and something that you wouldn't have even thought was possible maybe 20 years ago.
1: No, absolutely. And, and like Maria, you know, it takes, it takes people like that to, to put in a huge effort. She's she's doing that off her own back and, and putting in like what I can only imagine is literally every bit of spare time that she has. So it's a credit to her and, and other people that are like her that are working to, to keep pushing
0: and moving the sport forward. Yeah. And listen, your former manager, Tom Ends, said you were one of the best players ever to have played in the Women's League. You have to core with that. Like you've got eight medals, eight major medals. Like only teams like Shamrock Groves of the 60s and 70s, those players were doing that. It was nice of them to say it, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I'd have kind of huge respect and admiration for Tom. You know, he's he's put in a lot of time and effort, and you see he's after going up to the women's national team now. So I mean he, he knows the game and it's great that he's sticking with the women's side and, and trying to make it better. You know, to get confident like that off of Tom is, is huge. But I suppose from my own point of view. I didn't go and win their medals myself. And I'm, I'm very, very lucky to be part of uh, an incredible team, an incredible club. And it's not just one or two or three or four or five people that make the difference. You know what I mean? It's, it's everybody. So you might think that for me, I, I've, been, I've been extremely successful and I have, but it, it, it doesn't, it, it's not being done on my own. You know, there's a, a lot of incredible people behind the scenes that don't get the recognition they deserve.
0: It's typical of players like yourself to say that. You underplay how, how much you've achieved, how much you've put in. And like that's a team sport and possibly that's one of the reasons that you've been so successful, that you've recognised it as a team sport and you've recognised the group dynamic. And the group dynamic is very important in success, in, in, in a successful team, isn't it? Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, it goes, the saying goes, like you need to have everybody rowing in the same same direction and that's just what it is, you know. It's, it's never going to work if you have, to have the squad or maybe the committee or whatever, if they're pulling a different way, it's never going to work. It's It really is. And people are probably sick hearing me say it, but it really is a special team. And people that we have there just, we're so fortunate and so lucky that they yes. bought into Wexford Youth, you know, yes. that they give their time. It's not, they're not standing there doing nothing. Like there's there's so much work goes on, on behind the scenes. And the girls, everybody just gives 100%. Everybody's rolling in the one direction. And, and I think that's what makes Wexford work.
0: Yeah, and also you trained in Carlo IT, Carlo there for a few years. Are you still doing that? Yeah, we're still based in Carlo IT. It's,
1: it's just quite handy because Wexford obviously is quite far out of the way for everybody. We're ranging from girls coming from from every different every different direction. So Carlo seems to be a base, and, and you know I'm not going to complain about that.
0: Yeah, I, I, do you have many curious bystanders coming by onlookers, or yeah, or really? are you working? It's hard to believe that you know a team as successful as you are, and here you are in Carlo, only up the road. If it was Shamrock Rovers or something. The people who go out to treat them training, do you have any of that? I know, not really. Oh. <laughs> like, you see the odd people walking by, you
1: know, I'm <laughs> a to get people to the games, never mind. Come watch the training, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you see the odd people walking by and
0: things like that, but i to be honest, I don't really notice too much. But I've been training, i mean, training. Oh, good, yeah, that's yeah. Listen, Tom also suggested that you probably have something to offer the, the ladies' soccer team. Did anything ever come of that, or no, no, I suppose
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's the illustrious question, but. You know what I mean? It, it, it kind of is what it is. It, it just, yeah. it wasn't meant to be and that's, you just yeah. have to kind of park it at that. The reality yeah. is I, I couldn't have done any more myself personally as a, as a player. I couldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to do any more or work any harder. I, I, I've given everything and just, unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be but that's okay as well. And I mean, yeah. you can see, yeah. you can see what Vera's doing there now and she's an incredible Group of girls coming through.
0: I was going to come to that later, but you listen. You brought it up. You might as well mention it now. There was remember that unfortunate defeat a couple of a couple of years ago, but she's just changed everything around now, and uh, they're they're looking good. Yeah, well, I think so. Like, I think this could this could be the time for
1: since she qualified for a major tournament. The players are they're they're incredible. The players that she has in there now, Do you know, what? and, and Beth part of them are full time professionals, which is is something that she's been looking at. So, I mean, it's not overly great for the women's national league because obviously we want to keep our best players here yeah. and, and grow the league but you can understand why she's doing what she's doing and wanting players to be playing week in week out because they're going to get the best out of themselves and training and training every day you know what there's a big difference with being a full-time professional and then working a 40-hour week and trying to play for rest with you yeah there's a huge difference you're going to get a lot more out of your players so it's hoping now they can, they can just go and do it
0: yeah sweden april the 12th big a big big mm-hmm. game
1: Huge game, absolutely huge, but it's in them. It's, it's absolutely in them, you know what I mean? So, yeah. fingers crossed.
0: I'm looking back at ladies' soccer maybe five years ago. You played FA Cup final early in the morning in front of what was it, two or 3,000 people. We've alluded to it, but it's no harm in keep emphasising it the whole time. But now you're looking at playing in the Aviva Stadium in front of maybe 50,000 people. Different, different, has, it's just a different world out there now at the moment.
1: Yeah, it is, absolutely. And it is changing. Um, yeah. It is, I suppose. It's just it's so important that we don't just stand still now, that we, we keep striving for the best and keep pushing and keep trying to promote the women's game in, in every sport across the board.
0: Yeah, Rachel Blackmore, Kelly Harrington, Leona Maguire, Their names that just trip off the tongue. Have you been inspired by them or do you watch what they do? Have you met them even?
1: No, I haven't met any of them. <laughs> But yeah, absolutely inspired. I mean they're they're incredible in their own right. What what they're doing on, on a world stage is just it's phenomenal. You could you could do nothing but look up to them, you know, it's great. And they're putting Ireland on the map. So it's 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 great. The world is changing.
0: Yeah. Tell me this. Carlo, Carlo's successes with the ladies game as well when you look at Keely, De Lauren DeWire Blessing Kingsley and yourself why has there been a big a, a input by Carlo soccer players into Wexford like four out of let's say a panel of 20 that's thats what you know 20% 25% how has it happened? I'm not really sure to be yeah. honest
1: I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sure like I mean there's yeah. incredibly talented people all across uh, the whole way across Carlo you know in, in, in different aspects of sports and she likes the Molly Scott and do you know what I mean? There's just there's incredible athletes right right the way through. Yeah. But I'm not really sure. It's the most for me personally, just the love of the game and
0: yes, this yeah.
1: the, the, the sport that I love. And you know, I just threw everything into it and it's probably likewise with the rest of, of those those athletes. They just they love the sport and they want to be the very best that they can be in it.
0: Yeah, we do have a lot of... We do, for a county as small as we are, and you, are you, would you consider yourself to be an East person or a Cardiff person? Maybe I should I knew you that. were going to go here and out here. This is Parvell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just... You played your football at least, so I'd have to say you're a leash person, but you're in the town of Carlo and we I, 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 exactly it's the best yeah. way to put it. That's that's the that's the way to put it, yeah, no, I'm Grey Cullen true and true. So Yeah, absolutely. You know you yeah. know exactly
1: it, where that stands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to be afraid to go across the bridge years ago, We'd be afraid to go <laughs> to, to Grey Cullen to see what would happen because the Berks we used to call them and all that kind of stuff. But this Oh, I remember, I remember. And then and then you realize there's so much good and people across over the Bridges, I need to come over and get us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet, yet, yet you look at us and Carlo can't beat Leash in football. They can't. They won't, no. They just can't beat. Leash will lose against a lot of other teams. By God, they won't lose against Carlo, will they? Just, just that rivalry, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Can we just look back at your career for FAI Cup of year? You have actually playing as the Piemons, the Shelburne, the sides in. Who were the marquee sides really in, in ladies' soccer? But Wexford youths have taken them on and have beaten them in cup finals, have lost them in cup finals, have beaten them in leagues. Is there any particular match that stands out for you that you'd love to have it all over again? And I mean a success, I mean something you just love to repeat every day of the week. Is there any particular match that stands out? Yeah, obviously,
1: I, I suppose probably one of the most special ones is the very first women's national league that we won. We had bet Rahini United, they were a team in it back then and, and they formed into Shelburne not, not long after, but we beat them up in Martin Stadium to clinch our first ever women's national league title and that yeah. was definitely something something really, really special, you know, because we, were, we weren't highly taught of at all and to go and do it. And then the next year, all we listened to was we were lucky we'd done it. So we went and done it again and we won yeah, back to back yeah, titles. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. things like that are very special. Like, oh, like, I need a cup, I need a cup final. The cup final, that we best Shelburne in penalties. cup final is hard enough to play yeah. on, never mind extra in penalties. So there have been really, some really, really special days at Wexford. And here's the hope that we, we, we keep creating some more now this year.
0: And go back to the mindset, like, what did you have to do to believe in yourselves that you could take on these big teams and beat them? Well, I suppose back then we had we had just
1: really incredible, incredible management team. And they're just, fair enough, we might not have always been the biggest or the strongest or the fastest or fittest, but... Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was one thing we had and that was hard back then. Yeah. And and I suppose it was just a, a reluctancy to, to ever give up. We just never give up, you know, on a matter of the score. So yeah. I suppose that was probably instilling in us in a very early, early stage at Wexford Youth and and from then we've we've added the soccer and we've added the talent and things like that. So yeah. we're we're a really good side now, do you know? So it's it's it, but it was very important in, in those early years that Something really important was instilled in us, and, and and we carry it
0: through to this day. And if you look at it, there you beat that lone town away mm. from home the other night. It's great to get an away result, but also if I if I recall rightly, and if I'm right in saying it, it was two of your two players who are who probably aren't as experienced as you are who got the goals, and that sort of emphasises what you're saying about uh, integrating. New players into the system and, and and making them feel confident and making them feel as if they're very much part of a setup and they they produce the goals for you the other night.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Ellen obviously got the first one and we just did not really even need to be speaking about her. We all know what kind of a sensation Ellen is and. Ellen me, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just <laughs> putting
0: the two names down. I just can't see where they are here. In front of me. <laughs> Sorry so about it was that. Ellen
1: and and Jess Lawler's a new girl after signing yeah. this year. She's only eighteen years of age and. You know, she made her debut on Saturday night and, you know, there's, there's one thing to score in your debut, but to score a winner is just, it's yeah. just things dreams are made of. So, and you can see her little face as soon as the ball went in. she just, was ecstatic and sure, we were all jumping on her and <laughs> it, it was, was brilliant, brilliant, like, because, yeah. you know what I mean, it's, it's really important to kick off the start of the season with a win and we knew that was going to be no easy feat and I suppose to go, to, go 1-0 down as well. You know, we did an uphill, uphill battle at half-time. So. But look, thankfully, we came out and started playing a bit better soccer. We weren't at it overly, overly great, you know, and at loan, we're, we're very, very good. There's games, you, you probably won't get away with things like that. You know, we've Shelburne this week now and that's going to be a huge match.
0: They, they won six nil in the other night. Did I read that right? No, Shelburne won one nil against the Bohemians. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. It was it was P that won six nil. Yeah. The
0: six, my apology. Yeah, yeah, but you're looking at That's your two arch rivals there. Both teams won you won as well. So you're setting up the league nicely, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a couple of other teams that are gonna like the DLR now and, and Galway are gonna make huge dice this year as well. But look, listen, in saying that here and it's I mean it's a 27 game league like there's going to be nothing won and lost in, in the first couple of games yeah
0: yeah. So, and, and if you look at it if you go back to 2014 2015 when you were you when you were trying to make a breakthrough I think you had only 12 teams in the league maybe only 10 teams in the league so the, the oh, whole, yeah, the whole I think thing
1: was developing yeah absolutely you know and I suppose the aim was every year was to maybe add one team and, and bring it up as a, as a really good professional league as we could but um, unfortunately that didn't happen. It took a little bit of a stump in the middle of it. But um in the in the last number of years now it's made huge strides. So hopefully like Saigo have been added into the into this year. So a team from the West are not going to ever be easy, but it'll take them a little bit of time to find their feet. And hopefully next year we'll add another one and another one after that. So yeah. It, yeah. It,
0: it it is growing. You got on the Irish Youth team a couple of years ago, the under nineteen. team is does- yeah,
1: no, I played on the 17s and 19s yeah, yeah, very yeah.
0: long time ago now. <laughs> yeah. What's your memories of those times? Because I remember at the time you were playing football as well with St. Leo's, winning and All-Ireland, losing an All-Ireland title, an All-Ireland title. So you were a busy person back those days, weren't you?
1: Yeah, actually I just loved it. Anything with a ball I wanted to so yeah. go and play. But um, yeah, no, it was nice was just I, I was playing with so many different teams at the time, it was probably just like a whirlwind, you know, between playing for Ray Cullen and playing soccer for my club, and then I was obviously on every team I could get onto in the school, whether it be football or anything at all, volleyball. And then I used to just we used to have like training camps on the weekends, so I'd head away on a Friday and be up in Dublin just to yeah. training yeah. camp for a weekend and things like that, a couple of trips away here and there and everywhere. But it was good. It was enjoyable. You know, what I mean, it's it's obviously no matter no matter what the age,
0: it's, it's an honour to on an Irish jersey and represent your country. And probably nowadays it's bit easier for ladies to get into into sport. Girls to get into sport it was but probably a little bit more difficult even ten years ago. It wasn't as the roads there wasn't as uh, a lot more smoother than it is now or no, than than was well, then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um no I suppose the, the pathways have been formed now so it's you know at any different age group. There's, there's clubs and teams everywhere you know like my soccer my I obviously had to stop playing with the lads when I was about I think it was about 12 or 13 obviously yeah. they wouldn't yeah. let girls stay girls any longer so my next step up was to a senior women's team when I was 13 but so that's yeah. hard but it's great you know that's a long time ago now but it's great now girls you know every different age group you see even at Wexford formed their 17s and 19s in the last couple of years and they've, yeah. they've an academy up and running now as well which is it takes place on a Monday evening and it's, we're going to just keep looking to add more age groups because yeah. the more girls you can get playing the better.
0: Yeah I'm conscious now that you're on a dinner break and I appreciate you yes. taking the time off to have a chat me so I'll, I'll let you go in a minute what does the future hold for Kyle Murphy? <laughs> are, are you going to continue playing your what your turkey will I, will I say what age you are? Just You're be th- careful now. <laughs> You're 22 years of age, are you? I am, yeah, I am. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, uh, like, I'd suggest that you could play for years and years. The intent of Well, look, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, when
1: I, I, I suppose, in the last couple of years, I probably more in my body and taking care of myself and my recovery and things like that. That I'm actually probably fitter than I probably ever have been in the national league. I seem to be Excellent. feeling Excellent. fitter and better the older I get, but it's obviously nurture my body as well and yeah. it's not it's not simple like there's a lot of things going into it and you know theres it's this whole like oh do you train three or four nights a week it is every day of the week there is something to be done every day of the week so okay. it's a lot but um, yeah look if I manage myself right and, and keep going and touch foot I stay injury free which I have for a very long time you never know what might happen. But again, you know, there's a, there's a whole life out there to be lived as well. And yeah, so we'll yeah. see. All all I can say is that I'm in for this year. I signed up for this season and I give it 150% like I do every year. But after that, I'm not really sure what might happen. So we'll just, yeah. we'll, we'll go season by season now as we can. Yeah. Yeah, and how about coaching? Is it something you consider? At the moment, it's not something that kind of interests me too much. Yeah. I know it probably sounds crazy, but at the moment, it's not right now. I, I wouldn't even have the time to even think about going and doing a, a coaching badge because i have thought with Westford Youth and trying to stay at the level that I want to stay at, it's just, it takes too much. I don't have time for anything else. Look, maybe down the line, I'm not sure. I'll, I will, without a shadow, be giving, giving something back to Westford Youth and giving something back to the game that has given me so much. Yeah. What that is, I'm not really too sure yet.
0: Yeah, but I am dead serious when I say to it that you are one of the most decorated club players in the country, male or female, you know. And I don't like spitting hair between male and female because that, that, the whole, that whole world is changing. But you are, you know, and um, yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out and talk to me today. So, no, well, thanks very much,
1: and I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, listen, Kylie Murphy, Wexford News, soccer star, shall we say. Thanks very much for coming on the <laughs> podcast. Thank you.
1: No problem, Kieran. Thanks a million for asking.